flow, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys? It's Andy Frisella And you're listening to the show for the real And say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality I almost lost that one I think you actually did I almost lost it uh, I think you did. No bullshit. I fucking lifted that right out of the hole and fucking hoisted over my head like a motherfucking champion I am, dude. I, I got to agree with him. Yeah. No, he, he stumbled he said, out of the box. listening to the show. Motherfucker. Stumbled out of the came box, close. but, but came, came, came running hard. Yeah. I, I think that was, oh. No. I should have took the bet. Fuck. You would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only guy I know that could see the outcome and then bet against it. <laughs> hey, man. Fucking millennials, man. Damn, bro. Are you a millennial? Technically, you're so yeah. goddamn young. I figured you were no, underneath yeah. it. You're not a millennial. No, I'm technically a millennial. No, what's you, I'm a millennial. Do you know that? By definition, I'm like, actually how old on the borderline. Yourself? Yeah, really. I'm 40. 40. So I li- that li- 34. What am I? I don't even know. Gen. It's not. Am I Gen is, Z? What is that? You guys is are Gen, Gen Z. That's, that, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I laugh because people they'll get on like you know I get it. You know it's Gen Z. It's Gen Zero. Zero fucking brains. Yeah, no <laughs> zero work ethic. No, I get you know I get asked all these questions about consulting, you know, business owners and things like that. That people come on and be like, I can't hire anybody. And I'm God. like, it's you. Like, Bro, we're well, these millennials, they don't want to work. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm a millennial. Right. You're right. asking me. That's the fucking truth. Right. Yeah, I get hit by ass so many times, dude. All these dudes are like, they're like, oh, dude. You know, you can't get these fucking kids to work, bro. These kids ain't working because you ain't working. That's right. All right. Mm. I got a whole fucking office full of motherfuckers that are 25 years old to whoop your ass. Period. Okay. Right. So if your team ain't working, it don't have nothing to do with your team. It has to do with you, motherfucker. And you don't like that shit, get out of business. Well, <laughs> I think that's, and that's, there's a lot, we have, un, unlike how people like to argue in today's world with made up facts, we actually have facts, you know, in, we've well, been in a building well, for 14 months. Wait, what? We've been in the building for 14 months. This are, building. Are these facts approved by the CDC? Well, <laughs> and the who? Well, I am a doctor. You as, are, hey, as, wait, hold on. I got to do the intro. People <laughs> forgot. All right. I am joined today by a full crew, minus Vaughn, the, the uh, pastor of disaster. I've got Dr. Sal. Doctor. Dr. Sal, how are you? Doing well, doctor. What, what, what's doctor. your specialty, by the way? Excuse me? What's your specialty? I'm a all-encompassing doctor. I fix the, all the problems. Gotcha. Yeah. All the things. I have an answer, all but I, if I put it out there, it wouldn't do well. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like let's it would tell be the funny, story. Like so, 85% of the people would laugh. My wife would kill me. So, <laughs> so recently, Sal made the news. <laughs> so Sal was out hobnobbing with his at, at this uh, charity function that we all care a whole lot about. And the newspaper took a picture of Sal, <laughs> except it was Dr. Sal. <laughs> now, in fairness, in fairness. My buddy Chris, our yeah, buddy Chris, our, yeah. who's a top plastic surgeon Dr. in St. Louis. Dr. Prada. Dr. Christian Prada. He laughed. I come around the corner. He's like, and it's Dr. Sal Priscilla. <laughs> and I'm like, you motherfucker. This is awesome. Wait, he like, told him that? He's the one. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it, I took credit for it, but it was totally his fucking, like, he was like, all right. Oh, dude. Because he wanted to surprise me. I came around the corner. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, just go with it. I'm like, I, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I'm the one guy you never have to tell. Just go with it. I oh, am fucking. dude. That's fucking awesome. I got That's I got amazing. DJ White Lightning baby. That's White Lightning, and I got an, a, another new face to the show. A good buddy of mine, Ian Went, who happens to be a uh, a young entrepreneur uh, who is also a patriot, as you can see from his shirt and the shirt I'm wearing. 
Um, this is the company that Ian started. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about uh, what it means to be a patriot. We're, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things, America. And if you don't like America, I turn the show off right now. Definitely don't listen to this episode. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> you will not like it. So I came in, bro, today, and, and we're, we're trying to lift weights, you know, trying to stay healthy and look good. And these two guys, <laughs> the, the fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledee, Tweedledee. yeah, <laughs> fucking are playing Mario Kart and having a Mario Kart off. Who won? I Yo, I told DJ he didn't want the smoke. He didn't believe me. Who won? He won. Mm. He won. How Wait, now, what character were you? Uh, uh, Don Chan, I think is the name. Yo, you you know I roll with my girl Peach. Yeah, every time. That's it. She's oh, the you, fastest well, one. You know, it, it would have been more fair if I would have got to start before you. Oh, oh, now it's unfair. All right, now it's unfair. <laughs> hey, we know about participation trophies. All right, Ain't you know what it is, last. bro. I know exactly. You know what it is. I know exactly what it is. You're 285 pounds. That's what it is. Well, that does not affect Mario Kart, bro. <laughs> in no, in no. your head, it does. The machine is racist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what the fuck it is. That's what it was. Machine's that's fucking right. racist. Right, hey, that's right. Remember I told Cancel you Cancel Mario Kart. The character was black, by the way. I'm a, I'm a letter writer. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, are you going to be around tonight? Yes. Because my son will be here. You're going to have to oh. get some of that smoke. Let's he, go. kick your ass. I mean, listen, he, I, I'm, I'm here. It's I'm here everything I got. I don't even know to how. To give him a race. That little motherfucker hey, can barely touch the pedals. He'll <laughs> kick your ass. Hey, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, though. Pull out, pull out N64. Pull out the sticks. Yeah. And Bro, Goldeneye was our jam. Problem. That's right. Yeah. Goldeneye. That's right. That's right. probably two. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, mean, bro, you, I was in college. We were crushing people in college, and you, you were, what, crushing like fucking applesauce in a, in a can or what? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Apple juice and sauce. Yeah. All right, uh, dude. I'm still swimming. Hold on. Yeah, you were. In that sack. Oh, geez. Okay, so. Hey, guys. <laughs> well, this is how the conversation was going before the show. Yeah. And then we decided, you know. Yeah. Let's roll with it. Let's start. And here All right. Are. So for those of you still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, tell us a little bit about yourself, brother. Oh, man. I'm, I'm Ian Went. I, uh. I actually grew up in New York till I was about 18. So once I graduated high school, I uh, I moved out to Idaho, which is where I went to school. I went to, if you guys are familiar with Brigham Young University, I went to the Idaho version because I wasn't smart enough to get into the actual version of it and in Utah. And uh, yeah, man, I've been out in Idaho ever since. It's just, you know, I, I went and served a religious mission in Nicaragua for two years, came back, um, went to school for a couple more years, met my wife. Haven't left and don't plan on going back. I mean, That's I love awesome. New York. Don't get me wrong. Love it. And uh, it's always got a special place in my heart, but there's nothing like living out. I've, I've never been more grateful for Idaho in my entire life than Dude, his last Idaho's two years. Idaho's so underrated. I feel Ever. bad saying this because everybody in Idaho is going to be like, shut the fuck up. I know. It's true. Don't move I, here. Don't tell nobody that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's terrible. Don't move here. Yeah. <laughs> Stay where you are. It is so beautiful up there, man. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It really Ever. is. It's awesome, man. People are cool too, man. Yeah. Except yeah. in January. It, it, yeah. No. Yo. It gets cold. So I'm I'm a big snowboarder. So yeah. for me, yeah. living right next to Jackson and Targhee, I'm telling you, man, everybody wants How to say- How far is Jackson from you? Jackson's like an hour and a half. Oh, dude, I'm but, moving. But yo- Send I'm, me some properties, bro. I'll tell you what though, if you ever want to actually hit some serious powder, I will show you. It, it, people call me crazy every time, but Grand Targhee, it's one of the smallest resorts in Wyoming, but it is a like hidden gem. Everybody wants to say the best snows in Utah or whatever. I'm telling you, 20, 30 times a year, it will just dump two feet overnight. I mean, this guy's not, and if you know, like it's it's unreal. Um, best snow you'll ever. We're you'll Colorado ever guys. 
Like we've always been Colorado skier guys. Okay. Yeah, it's more for the beer though. Yeah. It really does have yeah. nothing to do. We go to Breckenridge completely uh, so we could ski for about three hours a day and, and be drunk like everybody else there <laughs> the rest of the time. <laughs> And I mean, it's amazing. Hey, it's hey, a great weekend. Nothing wrong with it's time, really man. like one of the only times I ever drink anymore. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> we got one coming up. Yeah, we do. All right, dude. Well, so yeah. tell me about your company because this, this kind of came out of nowhere during, and during, just tell, tell the story. Okay. So, I mean, where do you want me to start? You want me to start just, well, I mean, dude, what gave you the idea to get this going and what, tell people what you've been doing and stuff and so, how, how, you know, just tell them. Okay, so I've been in I've been in sales and marketing for over ten years. Mm-hmm. I, I sold door to door for, you know, nine years, and then uh, eventually I I took over all the sales training for the entire company. I built their platform from the ground up, ran the training program, and then when they rebranded the company, I actually also took over all the marketing. So I was the VP of training and marketing, um, and I built a pretty successful career. Like I was, you know, I was able to meet a lot of cool people. I was able to speak. I was able to train. Um, and I loved what I did. I love sales and marketing. It's, it's, it's in my blood. And, um, you know, when I started seeing everything going down, so I've always been, I've said this on multiple things now, but I've always been a closet tin foil hatter, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. I've always been the type of person that's kind of looked into that stuff and, and known that it's never what it seems. Right. Nine eleven is what really woke me up. I hate saying that, but that's the truth. When I started looking into what what surrounded that, I was like, yo, there's a lot more to this and there's a lot more to our government and there's a lot more to life than people think. Anyway, but it was always something that I kind of kept, you know, under wraps. It was mm-hmm. never something that I talked about a lot. Friends and family that were close to me knew about it, but not a lot of other people knew about that kind of stuff. Anyway, when I started seeing the the BLM riots, that's exactly when when I decided, like, I, I cannot stay silent anymore about mm-hmm. this. I, I have to let this out. And and like I said, I, I had a pretty successful career and I'd built things up to a point where I was like, yo, I'm going to burn it all to the ground, like literally. And, and, uh, but I, being a father is what changed everything for me. Like having kids is what really made it impossible for me to stay silent anymore about what I was seeing and about what I knew, which was we are being divided so that we can be conquered mm-hmm. period. From the very beginning, it's the first message I ever sent out. It's the first time I ever got loud on my social media about it was when I saw the riots going on. I was like, this is manufactured. It's not what people think it is. It is 100% to begin a divide and it's the first domino to fall. And I Mm -hmm. talked about it from the very beginning. That's what I was talking about. And so the exact opposite of what I thought was going to happen happened. Instead of me burning everything to the ground, people flooded because I realized that so many more people than I thought had no idea what was going on. They had no idea. They just they just took in the mainstream media and then just freaking threw up everything they were telling me mm-hmm. every single day. And so I had hundreds and then eventually thousands of DMs that are, thank you so much for showing me this. Thank you so much for, for being willing to speak out about this. I had no idea that this was going on. I had no idea that this is this has been a thing. And then and then I started using my sales and marketing skills to actually put out highlights in my, in my, on my page about conspiracy theories and things that people just don't know are real. And it's not a, it's not a theory. It's not fake. Like it's, it's right. real. There, yeah. It's real. Um, and, and that's kind of what, 
you know, it, it got to a point where I actually, people would like wait for me to drop these highlights. And on like a Friday night, they'd be like, yo, this is, this is I Winster time. Like, <laughs> like they, they would sit as like couples in their bed and like watch these highlights. Cause yeah. I, I mixed, you know, that and, and really putting that information out there with something that I love, which is metal, rock and metal. And mm-hmm. so combine them too. And anyway, that's kind of how things started to grow and build. Then I realized that I was building this massive platform and I was like, this is not going to be just about putting out these highlights and getting people to watch my stories. Like we're going to make a difference. And so, um, this, this was during the time when all the small businesses were being affected. And then all of a sudden I decided, I was like, you know what, like, let's, let's do this the right way. And so I started reaching out to small businesses that were struggling and I started using my platform and using my following to help these businesses that had, they had nothing to do with what was happening to them but they were all suffering. So an example is I saw this video of this one guy in Utah name is Joe. And he, I, I had been to his cafe prior to this all happening. And I've never seen somebody who put more passion and more effort into what he did. And he just, he loved being, he loved owning that business. He loved the people. He just loved it. And it was this little hole in the wall cafe, right? It was his life. It was his life, bro. Yeah. Like 40 plus years. Yeah. And I saw the video and he just, he said something that changed everything. He said, he said, COVID is bringing me to my knees. I need help. And I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can. So I shared his video and I basically over the next like few days, we raised, we raised like, I think it was like 40 or 50 grand or something like that. So much to the point where he was no longer going to have to close his doors. He couldn't keep up. And then, and now he has a billboard and he was able to put out outdoor dining so he could beat COVID and just like all, that was the first one. Right. And then we did, we did a couple other businesses along the way and we did, we helped some families that were struggling with it. And I, I just, I realized that I had a, like a mantle. I realized that I was given something that I needed to make a difference with. And so that's, that's really what I tried to do. Cause I know in my heart that the more you give, the more you receive. And it's okay to know that. It's okay because that's how you actually make a difference in the world is when you receive as you give. And so I just, I I really started kind of going all in on this. Um, and it just, the following continued to grow and people continue to come in. And, and I realized something else in that moment. And that was, Joe's a black man, right? And at the time, my following was pretty predominantly like white conservative, like there was a lot of Trumpers, like, let's be honest, it was during that time. Right. But not once. And I'm not, I'm not making this up. Not one time did anyone ever ask who Joe was, what color he was. Did he believe in BLM? Was he a Democrat? Was he a Republican? Where did he stand on the political spectrum? Nothing. They didn't ask once. All they saw was an American who was struggling with his business, his livelihood, because of something that was totally out of his control and he needed help. And all of them came to his rescue. And so along with like that experience, along with a couple other experiences just made me realize that it was so important then more than ever for people to embrace and remember the importance of being a patriot and that being a patriot, and I'm going to piss people off right now and I always do, but it's not about being a Trumper or a right-wing conservative no, or this or that. it's not. It, and if that pisses you off, you're of the wrong it, mentality. It's, it's ridiculous. Patriotism, this is my message. After everything is said and done, this is my, metrics, my message. Patriotism is not partisan. It's not exclusive. It's inclusive. 
It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what religion you are. You can be an atheist. You can be gay. You can be straight. You can be blue, white, green, orange, magenta. It doesn't matter. If you love this country, you love the people in it, you want to see it thrive, and you're willing to defend it, then you are a patriot. That's right. And that's why I made the first patriot t-shirt, the green one. And again, at the time, I was like, oh, it'd be cool if we sold like 50 of these, right? We sold like 400 in two days. And I was like, all right, we got something here. Yeah. Like, like let's let's see what we can do with this. And then after a while, it was create a hoodie. make it. Hey, make a hat, make a beanie, make a this, make a that. And I was like, all right, well, I had a buddy that had a fulfillment company, a successful one, and I, I, I partnered with him. And I was like, dude, let's, till the wheels fall off, like, let's go with this, right? And then... I realized that, okay, along with this, something I know about marketing is you have to make people feel like they're a part of it. So I said, let's start Patriot Friday. So every single Friday I told people, I, I would create a, another like little mini film using like war movies or whatever and put some rock to it and make it make it fun. And, uh, and then I would tell everybody, when you get the gear, take a picture and post it. And I'm not exaggerating. The first time I did it, it was like hundreds of photos flooded in of people from every color, every race, every religion, all these Americans that just wanted to have a way to show their patriotism. And it just, dude, it just spiraled from there and it just continued to get better and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, I just, it started honestly a movement, man. It started something that, that I never planned on starting. And it got to a point where I was getting really loud about things. And that's not the main reason that I, that things didn't work out with my, my prior job. Like truth be told, I was, a I was a round peg in a square hole at that point with things. And I just, my focus completely shifted because mm -hmm. I felt called to something else. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't focus on what I was doing anymore because I felt like I was called to this mission of like, Re redefining like we've talked about this Andy like it, it's like I'm redefining for people or re or reminding them that's what it is what it means <clears throat> to be a patriot right especially in a time yeah where, where it's like so controversial right like you don't nobody wants to get called a patriot for some reason bro no, I'm a Nazi I do want to be called a patriot they they have they have you guys what, what what has happened is they have ran a marketing campaign against the American flag and against the term patriot which culminated in the uh, January 6th situation, which, come to find out, uh, was highly manipulated. Oh, yeah. And the facts have come out on that, and they're starting to come out even more and more. Um, but it's too late. It's too late for right. some people. People in their head, they think, oh, dude, I don't want to be called a patriot because right. I'll be the... the and even the government has gotten in on this with their yep. domestic terrorism warnings, and now people... Bro, I got stopped at Homeland Security, bro. <laughs> I'm a white Mormon from Rexburg, Idaho. And they think that I'm a freaking terrorist. Bro. It's the red hair. I, I, I gotta be honest, bro. Dude. Well, but, I'm a ginger white Nazi bitch. Did you know that? Well, well among other things. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Look, dude, here's the thing. Americans have to get back to the, they cannot, you guys cannot be afraid to rep that flag. You cannot be afraid to stand with that flag. You, you, you should be proud. You should feel included in that flag. And the media and the people who tell you, oh, well, you, that flag doesn't stand for you. They are doing that with an agenda in mind that you aren't aware of. Okay. It's just not the truth. And we've, we as Americans, I believe are now seeing that level of manipulation. So for example, That's right. you referenced in the beginning, it was a lot of white 
people, right? Mm-hmm. And I know DJ and I noticed that as well, you know, where there was a big hesitation from the black community to really like be vocal about who they supported and what they supported because any black person that said they were for Trump got fucking destroyed by the white people. Yeah. Okay. And which, by the way, when you tell a black person that they're literally uninformed or that they're, they're, they don't understand what they're, do you understand that that's racist in itself? <laughs> you're like, doing exactly what you're fighting. against. That's correct. And, and we have this, we have this in, entire group of people in America that hate America mm-hmm. and they want you to hate America with them. And we have to make a choice here. Are we going to go with these purple hair, um, fucking communist people who indoctrinate our kids and do all this crazy shit? Uh, I'm not. Right. Okay. I'm going to go with America. You're going to go with America. Ten, ten times and here's ten. the coolest yeah. thing that's happened, dude. So many people have now woken up because this shit is so fucking obvious to what they're doing that we're seeing more patriotism now than I think we've seen, honestly, since 9-11. Yes. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. I was 21 years old when 9-11 happened. All right. The, the, the amount of patriotic coming together that happened after that. If you weren't around, I can't describe it to you. I can't describe it to you. Every single person in the country, no matter what your political beliefs were, came together and said, fuck this shit. Okay. And that's what we need to happen now. Only fuck this shit needs to be these people that are doing this shit to us. The media, these corrupt politicians, these people who are putting us in harm's way by allowing, um, you know, other terrorist groups to have billions of dollars of equipment while at the same time our borders are wide open. Guys, they are creating, they are dismantling America piece by piece by piece. And you not wanting to get involved is allowing them to do it. Well, and it's, again, it's calculated. You said something a little bit ago. You said uh, there's there's a campaign that they're doing something specific. That specific thing, that you may not know that I'm going to tell you right now because it's a fact is it's very simple. They're dividing us. Yeah. It's happened. And I, like I said, it's from the very beginning. This is what my message has been is you guys need to realize that you are being divided. It's manufactured because we are so much easily. We can be controlled so much easier. We, they can literally manipulate us as a society if we can't stand together. And that's, that's the reason Andy, why I thought, and, and again, let me just say first too, cause I didn't say this. Thank you for having me on here. Like it's an honor, first of all, to, to be here with you guys and everything that you've done for the country, because it's easy to talk about business and all that stuff for you guys, you know, but it, it takes, it takes something different to actually get outside of that and be willing to speak about what you guys do. So Sal, your video the other day, like I know that that, you know, you may not think so, but that was probably one of the most impactful videos that's on the internet right now. Because it was somebody who was willing to put everything on the line and speak about what you believed in. And dude, we need that more than ever. So again, just thank you for having me here. Like, it's a genuine honor. You guys are amazing. Well, bro, I wanted you to come on and and I want for a couple different reasons. One, I wanted people to hear how you pivoted during this difficult time to create a business, um, which you've done an amazing job at. Not only creating a business, but creating a movement to help remind people that we are all the same, which we need more of, okay? Not less of, which is 
what everybody else seems to think that we need. Um, But thirdly, you know, I really wanted to talk about today what it means to be an actual patriot and, and for people to feel good because dude, for my whole life up until the last two years, patriot has been something that meant amazing shit. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was great. It's noble. It was a noble thing. Okay. You stood for this country. You stood for the ideals that this country stands for. You agree that all men are created equal. You agree to fight for the rights of other humans. You agree that this is a free country where people can live how they want to live and not impose their, their shit onto everybody else, which is what's happening now. Okay. We all agree in these things. We all agree that we should be working together. We all agree that we should be helping one another. We all agree that we should be contributing to each other's successes and wins and then picking each other up when things don't go well. That's what America's about, dude. America's about resiliency. It's about winning when there seems to be no other option but to lose. It's about creating something from nothing. It's about doing what's best for the true common good, not for who the loudest people happen to be, okay? There's all kinds of things that being a patriot stands for. And one of the things for me that it stands for is that that comes first. It comes before business. It comes before a paycheck. It comes before, uh, you know, success. And so when, when you mention the, you know, the topic changes, you know, yeah, I could talk about business all I want, dude. Listen, I I don't know of I mean, look, this is gonna sound like it's bragging, but I don't know of another business guy out there that talks more practical shit than I do. Period. I could talk about this all day, dude. I'm an expert. I know every fucking thing there is to know about it. And and if I don't know it, I got the friends that know it. But none of it matters. But no, it doesn't matter, dude, because if we don't have freedom and we don't have the values, you that can't this country, build a business. Can't. It's impossible. Nope. And people haven't figured that out yet. Nope. So many people, I was talking to Emily last night at the house, so many people are putting their head in the sand, hoping that it goes away. I have news for you guys. The longer you put your head in the sand, the worse it's going to get and the harder the fight is going to be. So if you're waiting and you're thinking this is just going to clear up, this is not just going to clear up. These people have a plan that they've committed their entire lives to in terms of instilling a level of control that just doesn't jive with what America's all about. And if you think they're going to stop because you went to one school board meeting or you went to one protest or you said one post, you're sorely misunderstanding what's actually happening here. And this situation that we're all in together is the most important situation that will ever exist in your lifetime. And I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't care what your job is. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what your income level is. If you live on this fucking planet in any place, we live in the most important time of human history because if we lose it here, everybody loses. Possibly forever. Forever. Possibly, yeah. Possibly forever because of the advance of technology and the weapons that they have now. It's not like in the 1500s where some dudes had some fucking flaming arrows and other dudes had rocks. Like we're at the, we are at the precipice of possible potential global control of the entire human race. 
And that's that's not conspiracy theory. That's actually happening. It, it, dude, and that's that's something that absolutely drives me crazy. When people start talking about the, you know, the, you can call it whatever you want, New World Order, whatever it is. When people start talking about that and they can't wrap their heads around the fact that that, that could be a real thing, it blows my mind because it's like, dude, someone who is extremely successful and powerful and has a lot of money, they are the type of person that always wants to level up. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're right. You're going to constantly want to level up. You're never going to stay put. You're always going to go up a rung in the ladder. Okay, well, once you have all the money and all the power in the world, what's left? It's control. That's that's it. That, that that's in my opinion. And they justify that's this. That's the wrong. They justify it in in the mentality of, well, we're the richest, we're the most powerful, so we know the best. Yeah. And yeah, we're the experts. Bro, they are so far removed from the day-to-day life of the actual human. Dr. Sal knows. Yeah. That's correct. That's <laughs> correct. Dr. Sal's a smart motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I mean, there's an important piece here to understand too. Like when you start talking about global control and global war, I mean, it's it's very important, you know, as patriots to support one another and know that you're not alone. I think that's an important step, yes. right? You you sit and you don't move from your comfort job or you don't want to speak because you don't want to make yourself uncomfortable or you don't want to make others uncomfortable. And so you kind of quietly sit, you observe but I think this is a great time to understand, like, it's time to take action. Yeah. You, and it doesn't mean that you have to fucking light Molotov cocktails and go down and fucking. Or dye your hair purple. You shouldn't. Like, it's not, no, it's not it's, about that. Yeah. It's That's not. That's what they want you to think it is. They yeah. want you to think that a patriot is violent and that you're freaking bravehearting it up and going like, that's what they wanted during the insurrection. Yeah. That's what they want. The yeah. insurrection, right? You, you, yeah. know, you know, you know what That's I do every day? About. You know what I do every, so, so funny, quick story. So, so I have a flag in my house, right? It stands in the front and, uh. Every day, like every morning before I get, like I pull my truck up to the top of the driveway, I get out my truck and I go make sure that flag is straight, right? Because the wind can twist it up, fold it yeah. over, right? I'm always, every single morning, right? Always make sure it's straight. My neighbor across the street who I compete with on lawns, he came over. <laughs> this was, uh, this was uh, Thursday. He came over because Thursday morning I'm straightening it up. He comes over like, you know, if you put a screw, a screw in there or, or, or you put some, some quarters as weights on the bottom, it won't. I'm like, no, no, no. I, like I intentionally left it like that, so I have to get out my truck every single morning and go straighten that flag, right? Because he has like three of them up at his house. And yeah, that's what he did, right? Yeah. Do you know that he came up to me this morning? I shit you not, real story. He came to me this morning. I, t- I took my weights out my flag, I'm straightening them up. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's leadership, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's, but I mean, yeah, like it just goes things, to man. show you how contagious it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like to me, because everybody has to exercise patriot- uh, patriotism differently. That is how I exercise. That's one of the ways I exercise. You know, mm-hmm. I get out of my car every single morning. It, it disconvenience me or in, inconveniences me for what a minute or so. Yeah, but that's the point. And I go straighten out that flag. Yeah, because I don't want that flag to be to be to, to be fucked up. Side right? note, though, does that guy know that your mentor is Doctor Sal, Doctor he, of Lawns? <laughs> no, he actually does. I told him I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to compete on this block, baby. I got I got I got somebody yeah, else. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. You know what I'm saying this hey, is minor street. leagues over yeah. here, dude. No, but it's cool, man, because he just came up to me. He's like, hey, I, I took my way. No, but that's a great lesson in Amazing. understanding like, hey, man, you don't have to fucking, this isn't like an extremist thing as, you know, we talked about a few shows ago about narcissists will tell you their insecurities or their plans and they'll mm. they'll cast them onto you. Well, the leaders, right? The narcissists, the, the global superpowers, what they're trying to do is na- create the narrative that if you do this, you're one of them. And right. it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, but we're getting to the point now where people are like, fuck yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. Yeah. In. And I think it's important to know you're not alone. Like yeah. you have these thoughts and you have these feelings. You're not alone. I'm in, in the uniforms. Everybody's got <laughs> uniforms already. We're yeah. set, man. Hey, well, Going good. to the gulag. <laughs> but it's not about, you know, black, white, pink, purple. 
It's about the core common belief in standing for freedom in America and an understanding that past that line, we can debate these stupid fucking things. Well, that's right. And we got to have one first. Yeah. That's and right. what has to happen first is people got to be proud of that flag and say, hey, I stand with this shit. Well, and, and dude, once everybody says, hey, I can stand with this shit, then we can have conversations. Then we can do it. But it's like you said, here's the other thing too that's happening is the the media or whoever you want to, they, right? They are making it seem like you're alone. They're making people feel like they're the only ones that love the flag. They're the only ones that love the country. They're the only ones that want to speak up. They're the only ones that want to take off the mask. And the fact is, because of that, so many people feel like I don't have the backing behind me. So if I do it, no one else is going to stand up with me. And the problem is that everyone is feeling that way in that certain group or whatever because of what they've done. And so no one does it. But but you need to understand, it's like you said the other day, it's 80%. Bro. Like, bro, there, there I can are give you practical data on this, okay? Like, I this is real shit, okay? It's anecdotal data because there's no fucking science, but let's be real. You know, all don't give a fuck about science anyway. <laughs> I feel every, I, dude, I, you don't. I squeak through science. People, class, and I'm just saying, these people, people in the society at, that are that are watching on the surface level, the people who are, who are saying anybody who believes anything outside mainstream media is a conspiracy theorist, bro, if you, take the mainstream media at its word, you are a very unintelligent human. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact. And I don't mean that to be disrespectful. I mean, if you can't read below the surface, even a little bit, you you are going to suffer in life. Like real bad. Or if you because can't understand the You're device. probably already suffering right, Because it's very obvious. Yeah. Okay. And we have this situation now where people will attack anything that, what you said makes them uncomfortable. Well, guys, I think it's time that people start getting uncomfortable because if you don't get a little bit uncomfortable now, you're going to be a whole lot uncomfortable a year from now or two years from now. Okay. And, and if you want, you can go look at what's happening in Australia. Okay. They're building literal, like literal, the exact camps. same camps that Nazi Germany built. I actually posted the picture in my story of the and you, you are all free to the same information I'm available. Go on Google and type in Nazi concentration camps and look what they look like. Go watch the video of the camps they built in Australia. They are literally carbon copies of the exact same shit. And if we as humanity are, are going to stick our heads in the sand and not point that out and speak about it and say, hey, that shit is wrong there and it definitely ain't coming here. And not only is it not coming here, we're going to go fix it there too, mm -hmm. okay? Because that's what the fuck we do here in this country. You guys are doing, you're repeating history over again. You, I, I've heard this for, for my whole life. Why did no one stop the Holocaust? Why did no one do anything? We all understand now. Yeah, we do. Every yes. like Anyone that's asked that question, I feel like, because I've asked yeah. that question multiple times. Now I get it. Bro, there's people rooting for these fucking they, camps. Yeah. And there's people defending it, I bro. have people yeah. DM my DMs, yeah. okay? I've... Dude, I have two different kinds of people from Australia. I have people, and this is these people will say 30, let's say 30 messages. They're saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I'll get one that's like, man, fuck you for putting out that false propaganda about our country. Yep. Okay, well, I just got 30 messages from people in your town yeah. that just said different. 
Right. Dude, the, the video that I put out the other day about, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, I put out a little reel, but it was it was like a voiceover talking about what's going on in Australia. And it was me loading my guns in my car. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, it's I wonder why it hasn't happened here yet. And I'm like loading <laughs> ARs and yeah. I just keep pulling them out, right? there. It's just like you said, there are like 40 or 50 comments to every one. Those 40 and 50 are like, you're right. That's what's going on. Yeah. We gave up our guns. That's yeah. it. Like we don't have a way to defend ourselves. And then you have those, that those couple people that are like, stop spreading lies, this and that. It's just like, yo, read the comments. They are your people. They are in Australia Dude. and they are telling you what's going on. So here's the cool thing about the data. So, and I got a little sidetracked there, but you were mentioning the, the 80%. Bro, I have so many people right now. We were just talking about this in your office this morning who are, um, I was talking to Chris about it actually. So I have all these people in my DMs and this is why I got super pissed off the last couple of weeks because I've been screaming this shit for fucking two years, motherfuckers. And then you you DM me, all of you at the same time <laughs> saying, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck guys. Why have I been doing this? Like, I've told you what to do. You got to do it. Here's the good news. And this is a good, this is a good win. I, I have told the same thing to every single person. I said, Hey, look, dude, in your office, they're 80% of the people feel the way you do. No, no, they don't. I'm all alone. Everybody here's for it. This shit's fucking crazy. Well, like I explained to you for the last two years, when people are forced into compliance, it creates an illusion that everybody's for compliance when in reality, most people are just complying because they're afraid to break the rules. So when you go into a grocery store or a Walmart and they have a mask mandate and everybody's wearing masks and then they remove the mandate and you go in the next day and there's two people wearing masks, that means that only those two people are actually the people that think this shit is legit. So you have to pay attention. But the good news here is that I've gotten, I've said the same thing to everybody. I say, hey, find the other people in your office, organize, resist. You have the power. Your company can't operate without you. I've had so many people coming back being like, man, they fucking, they, we, we called them. Like they, they chickened out. They changed it. They're not doing right. this. Yep. They're allowing us to do this now. So now all these companies try to force this shit and they're having to retract. I'm going to tell you something personally. All of these companies who were for this vaccination ID, I won't serve vaccinated people, um, can't come in my restaurant. I forever, for the rest of my life, will never shop at any of those places ever again. And all of the comments that I've seen online. Same thing. Listen, all the comments I've seen online of doctors and nurses who have said, Fucking, I hope these people die. Why don't they just die? I've screenshotted every single one of them, all of them. And I know other people have too, because when this shit is over, we're going to know who the fuck were the Nazis and who weren't. Mm. Okay. So if you're one of these people on, uh, just know there's thousands of people out there keeping track of who's for this shit. And you're on the wrong side. You're on the 20% side when it ain't even 20%. It's 5%. With 15%, they're too afraid to do shit. Well, and I think that's the important piece that Ian brought up early. You know, building a successful business said you love marketing and sales. What must you do first? Create a what? Create a community. Create a community. That's the first. You, okay. So every, I mean, if there's one thing that can be said about marketing businesses, whatever, is 
don't try to sell a product or push anything until after you have the community and the people that believe in what you're doing and it's bigger than you or them. And, and it shows yeah. you how calculated the move is because they're trying to create an anti-community before the community that's gets exactly started. And I think doing. that's where you have to really look at the, the monopoly pieces on the board and say- well, What's that tell you? Oh, it's a fucking calculated move, No, man. but what's it tell you about the, the community you should be a part of? Oh yeah, without question. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dude, like they, we were talking about this on our walk yesterday. The harder they push, this, this is the best part about this. The harder they push this tyrannical anti-American fucking bullshit, the more it pushes people into patriotism. Well, it's going to squeeze them. It's going to squeeze it. it what's going to happen? It's going to squeeze those people out of their comfort zone. They're going to feel okay about it. They're going to realize they're not alone. And I think that's, that's the move. That's the transition we're sitting in right now, which is a really good place to be because as a listener, you, this is some, this is an episode you should share with one of your friends who you think is struggling with it, right? Because it's one of those things where, Hey, there is a huge community. And it's actually it's called America, dude. Yeah, that's that's and, why they're also fighting so and, hard against it. And what's funny is it's the that's least. Right. That's right. It's the least excluding community, most inclusive community on mm-hmm. fucking earth that's ever existed dude, on earth. Dude, and, it's, and so you have to really uh, pull that back and look at it and say, okay, like, all right, these people really don't give a fuck if I like, if I'm a gay guy or I'm straight or I'm black or I'm white, they're fighting for the same fucking rights for me to be able to do whatever the fuck I want in my own motherfucking house. I want to be able to go to work. I want to be able to go support Joe's fucking shop. I want to. I want to go do whatever the fuck I want to do and be left alone. I like those fucking. Yeah. Well, in in the, the the problem in our society right now is the last words you just said and be left alone. All of you and all of us have better things to do. The contributing members of how this country works and how this economy works and how this democracy works are have all been very busy enjoying the opportunities that this allows us to have so busy that we have not gone to school board meetings. We have not gone to county meetings. We have allowed people to tell us that we are offending them. Fuck you. (laughs) It's real simple. That's right. It's real simple. I'm offended that you, like, well, let's talk about being offended, okay? You're offended because I believe in America. I'm offended that you even breathe the motherfucking air in this country if you don't fucking like America. Dude, the fact that there's other countries that that fucking that 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 well, raise our on, flags. Dude. Hold on. But I can still as a fucking American recognize your right to be here and breathe that mm, fucking air. That's deep. Dude, see what I'm saying? No, I see exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. So like I agree, man. It, it really bothers me when you see people protesting in this country, burning our flags, Bro, or stomping I, on our flags. Well, when there's other countries that wave our fucking flag as a symbol of freedom. When they're in distress. They're, you know what I'm saying? Like when they're, they're actually when, when people being, are fa- hanging being on to, killed, bro. When, when people are hanging on to planes to, to try to get in this fucking country. Bro, how ungrateful we are. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's why I said earlier, dude, I, I will go every fucking morning and I will straighten that fucking flag. Regardless of whether or not you're going to do it, uh, that's you. That's but that's cool. how deep it goes. Like yeah. that's that's why I started speaking about this when I did because I saw the first domino falling. I saw people beginning to be manipulated into believing number 1 that they shouldn't love the country, that's number 2 one. that we are oppressed, number 3 that that <laughs> that we're the victims. And it's like, no, you don't get it. You have a life you're you're saying this as you're sitting in Starbucks with a MacBook, <laughs> drinking a latte right. with your J, with your Jordan ones. Yeah, right. Guess right. what? If you were anywhere else in the world and you were doing these things, talking about that, like, dude, it's just it blows my mind. That they have no any, perspective. It's the ultimate 
sense of entitlement. Yeah, it's embarrassment and, of riches, bro. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. And and it's like you don't you just you don't understand and that's the problem is that I I and I don't want to use total blanket statements, but I feel like a very large portion of this generation that's coming up right now is coming up in a place where they believe that they get everything without giving anything. They they They've been get told that. Yeah, and it's dude, it's just that's the part that makes them believe that they can even say what they're saying. Bro, they've not only been told that, they've been told to demand that. Yeah, exactly. And if you protest and you burn and you break shit enough, you're gonna get it. Guess what? You're still not gonna get it. No, you're not. And and look at the BLM movement for that. They burned the fucking country down for the last two years. Where's the BL? Where's the BLM? Oh no, they took all the money and bought houses. Well, no, I'm saying, but I'm I'm, I'm talking about even on the government side, right? Like on the on the government side, they they burned half the fucking country down, protesting for BLM and and police brutality. Where where's the bill at? Where where's the bill that Biden was supposed to sign for that? You know what I'm saying? So like like you're demanding all these things, you're doing all of the shit. What's the result? We're still in the same. Listen, dude, we live in a situation right now where if you do anything to destroy America, you will not be held accountable. All right. Right? For real. And if you do anything to defend it, you will be. They'll they'll put you on a watch list. They'll yeah. put you they'll put you in jail for six months or and what are we nine months? They'll put you in jail with no due process. Mm. It's insane. It's fucking insane. It's, and dude, I'm sorry, that's not extremism. This is fucking loving the country that we were all blessed to be a part of, and we have to fucking come together, all of us, and understand that being patriotic is the fiber that brings us together. Mm-hmm. It is the, it's the basket weave that makes America fucking work. And if, if you tell half the population that that flag ain't for you, and this is where the identity politics comes in, right? Like this flag or this symbol or this or that. Like, dude, that one with the red, white, and blue and the fucking stars and shit, uh, that flag means that already. You know what I'm saying? That like, is the flag. Yeah. yeah. And what yeah. they've done is they've segmented everybody into this, you know, black conservatives, white conservatives, uh, Latinos, that this, that, this, 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 gay, straight, bi, fucking 47 other things. I don't know. 2%, 1%. Right. Like, dude, like it's all, we're all in these little groups. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they did that? But we're, but that's the thing. We're not in those little groups. No, no, no. But it's, they did it and they installed that on purpose over right. the last two decades. Right. Since 9-11 has happened, that shit was not that's happening right. in that time of life. No. And since then, we've had all these things happen where now people don't look at America and say, I'm American. They say, I'm a I'm a black American or I'm a I'm a Native American right. or I'm a this American. Motherfucker, you're American. Right. What? Bro, you're American. I think something that people need to realize and that we forget a lot, and I've said this so many times, but it, I'm like a broken record at this point, but it's the truth. It's this country was founded on compromise. This country was founded by men that didn't agree on a whole lot. To be honest, if you actually know anything about how the Bill of Rights they and the Constitution- They fucking duels. Yeah, dude. Like the Constitution and the Bill of Rights exists because men who didn't agree came together and said, you know what? I don't like that you think this and you don't like that I think this, but one thing we can both agree on is the fact that we don't want to be ruled. We want to be free. Yeah, and you know what? Period. You can think that. Freedom. You can go think that in your in your town. I'm yeah. going to go think what I think over here. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? We get together once in a while, argue about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what but that like, was it. Like that, and, and now we're at a place where they've made it seem like the, the 2% is the 98% and that we're divided and that we hate each other and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, 
That's dude. Again, that's why this, I feel like this episode is so important because when you talk about nine 11 and when you talk about how it was afterwards, I mean, I was young, yeah. right? you guys probably understand even better than I do, but after nine 11, this country didn't look at any differences. No, it was American. That's it. Yeah. You had Boston. You're a baseball fan, Sal. Boston was saying we stand with New York. They were, they were like being, they were willing to, I saw a Boston fan put on a Yankee hat simply because it was one country. Anybody that knows anything about baseball, Boston and the and, and New York, like, dude, let me just tell you, I wore a Yankee hat one time when I was in Boston in a bar, and I'm not exaggerating, a 55-year-old woman came up to me, took my hat and threw it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's was a bad move, right? Yeah. And it's like, your ass. That, yeah, that should give you an idea. Like that's, I know that's just a small example, but. No, I, it, I think it's a great example because I mean, you think, you know, in, in it, it allowed, there was a great opportunity. In fact, there's a lot of uh, patriotism at its finest for those three or four years afterwards, right? Yeah. The first pitch, the president going out and, you know, and and as shitty of a situation as 9-11 was, the, the great that came out of that was the unification of us believing in the same things. Mm-hmm. Like it got to, exemplify that nothing else mattered nothing else mattered nothing i mean you know i can vividly remember you know after 9 11 happened i mean i remember i mean i could tell you where i was i could tell you what happened i could tell you i mean i watched the second plane go in i mean i could tell you everything i was 20 21 years old and for the next fucking six months you know what we did every night we'd watch that nightly news report where we were watching scud missiles fucking hammer that motherfucking desert for so long it was like fuck yeah get them like that patriotism, I know it sounds I don't know, maybe raw or No, whatever. that's extremism, dude. You know, whatever. Listen, we were rooting for it drinking Bush Light because I <laughs> every night it was like, fucking bring that heat, motherfucker. Yeah. And I, you know, that piece of it and then to watch the country come together through, you know, division of sports teams and, and really, and this is a great thing, right? Look how unifying sports was at that time and how dividing sports was 18 months ago with how they tried to divide and, and politicize sports. You, you know, mean, it's you bro, mean just how, you mean how they spit on every fucking real American's fucking face and lost almost all their viewership. Shocking. And what, what, look at college sports now. College sports is fucking rock and roll. And they took no stance. No, they took no stance. They took no demand. They took. They, they shouldn't. I, I agree. There I should just, be no just politics go, of fucking sports. Dude, just go watch. Just go watch any of the games in baseball or whatever sport after 9-11. Go watch them and watch how many American flags are flying in that crowd. Now it's like a sin. Now yeah. you can't fly an American flag or they're going to look at you and say, oh, no, it's no, a Trumper. No. You're going to have that one asshole Dude, who's going to say something. Like, I don't fucking care about the one fucking guy who's got 50 fucking piercings in his motherfucking face who can't eat a motherfucking cracker yelling <laughs> at me about fucking patriotism. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. It's real simple. And like, that's where we got to get to. Yes. Okay. If you're going to talk shit on my fucking flag, fuck you. But I don't care what you think. I don't care if you never buy my shit. In fact, I hope you don't. Okay? Because my shit makes people better. And I want you to be better. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) No, but I mean, there's, there's, you know, because a lot of times that intimidates people. That's a scary thing for a lot of people. What? To stand up and have that uncomfortable. Well, bro, I don't like a, I don't like having uncomfortable shit either. Nobody likes it, but I'm at the point now where I don't care. No, but I mean, I, this is a something that you have to identify if you're one of those people that doesn't like being uncomfortable in that moment, like taking your mask off, right? Like that's, it's really weird for a lot of people. Like I, you would not believe Dude. how many people 
think it's amazing. I'll walk in Starbucks without a mask on. Like I'm the only motherfucker in and there. They, they like, DM you. How'd you do that? And it's like, hey, Dude. you got to understand, like, if they say something to you, the words no, it's not, they're like, they're not going to shoot you in the fucking face. Same thing. You go to a baseball game and the guy says, whatever, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, I, that doesn't mean you quit. No. And I think that's an important thing. You don't have to fight them. You don't, I mean, you can. I'm totally down for it. But you don't have to fucking drag them out in the parking lot. You, you simply got to say, I don't give a fuck what you think. That's and it. you've got to be okay with it. Dude, well, and it's real simple. Dude, you guys listening who are a little afraid, and you're like, I don't know, man. You know, fucking Susie from fucking HR. She's fucking raging bitch. All right, listen, dude. Let me tell you something. Um, when you're afraid of somebody calling you something, you're giving them power, okay? Call me anything you fucking want. I don't give a shit, all right? And you know, once people realize that you're not going to stop your beliefs because they called you some names, guess what happens? They stop calling you fucking names. And you know what they do? They go find some other weak motherfucker to pick on because that's what this is. This is bullying, all right? They want to bully you into submission even if you don't agree to be on their team. But guess what? They're not even on their team all the time because they don't understand logic. Their their way of thinking is not based in reality. No, and they're they fucking, they're logic fluid. Yeah. Whatever suits the thing that they want to make, they, they, that's what they go for. And so like, dude, those people, which is one out of every fucking 10,000 people have gotten so loud and so fucking annoying that the average American is like, dude, I don't even want to deal with this shit. So I just go along. But here's the problem. By going along, you're allowing them to get their way. And that way is not going to serve you. It's not going to serve your family. It's not going to serve your business. It's not going to serve your children. And you, because you are, you are willing to let them have the power over you by being afraid of what they're going to call you, you are giving away your kids, yours, your family's entire fucking future. Think about that. Well, go back to the narcissism thing, right? They, what do they do? They cast it on you. Okay. They cast it on you because they don't want you to, they want you to understand and be aware of it. Well, three or four years ago, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not discrediting bullying. Okay. So it's a real thing. But three or four years ago, it was a huge campaign. I mean, you saw it everywhere and anywhere, and they were identifying bullies, 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 no bullies, no bullies. Well, who's that, that same they person? They became the bully. They are the bully. Yes. And they are using the own tactic that they made you aware of. They're using it against you, and it's forced you into submission of just silence. Let me ask you something, dude. How can someone shame you if you don't feel shame about what the fuck you stand for? Because that's, that's their main tool. The main tool is, oh, my God, you're so disgusting. What? That's, what? That's the thing. People are so emotional. That's, I mean, that's why we have a lot of the issues that we have is people are too damn emotional. They, they allow themselves to be, and honestly, I've struggled with this in my life. I was bullied as a kid. And like, I, I struggled with a lot of, th I've had a lot of things happen in my life that have caused me to, and I don't anymore, but when I was younger, I, I was always that kind of person that was like, yo, am I really worth this? Or like, whatever. Like I always question, I had the same issues that a lot of people have. But the minute that I realized it does not matter what other people think of me, who cares? Just head down, feet moving. Like everything changed. I started to love myself. I started to realize it doesn't matter what people say about me because I know me, right? We have lost that, dude. We've, we have lost, I feel like we've lost that as a society. People are so, it's like we were talking about the very beginning of this. Why girls take pictures the certain way they do. It's not because of them. They take it because of everybody else. They're addicted Everyone to is so worried about what everyone else thinks that they don't make moves 
in in business in in anything and if people would just stop underestimating themselves and realize that they could actually make a huge difference if they would just stand up dude this country wouldn't be where it, i'll give you a perfect example I was actually talking to, to Bobby about this. My buddy Bobby, you guys all know Bobby Sausalito, but- Sauce. Was, yeah, sauce, the sauce. I was talking to him on a, we were doing a live stream and we were talking about how I constantly get DMs of people that say, dude, you know, it's one thing for you because you have a big following. You're able to talk <laughs> about this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, I don't have a massive following. Second of all- It actually makes it harder, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It, and I was like, I was like, I want you to consider something though for a second, okay? Let's say that you get, let's say you have 2000 followers and that you're getting 100 people that watch your stories. Every time you post a story, you see 100 people are watching it, right? Stop thinking about this as like a digital thing. Think about that as if you're in a room and you're standing on stage and there's 100 people in front of you. Do you know what 100 people in a room looks like? Do you know what 100 people can do? Exactly. And you have, it doesn't matter if you have 50,000, 150,000, 300,000, you have 100 people who are intentionally going to your story to watch and hear and learn from whatever it is that you're doing in your life. You have a hundred intentional people. So speak to them. Yeah. I don't care how many followers you have. Yeah. Speak to your audience because guess what? A hundred people, if 10 of them go back and have a conversation with their family members or their friends, it's a ripple effect that they can't stop. Bro, let me give you a perfect example of this. Did you see my story yesterday where I posted that kid's video from New York where he went around and posted oh, the yeah. signs? Okay. Yeah. So let me tell you something. So um, what's that artist's name that's that's uh, very conservative with the beard? Uh, fuck. I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. Well, he DMs me, okay? And he's like, he sends me that video. And this video is of this, this these guys who came up with this idea to do something. And what they did was they went around New York City uh, with signs that said, we do not discriminate for any race, uh, religion, color, vaccinated, unvaccinated. We do not believe in discrimination. And they went around and they talked to every business owner and they say in the video, most of the business owners agree with them, most, okay? And they taped these signs in their front window and said, we do not discriminate, all right? That message was sent to me by a third party and said, hey, check this video out. So I fucking checked the video out. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I checked my DMs. That kid who came up with the idea is a listener of this show who got the idea off of the show. Okay? That we, not that we gave him the idea, but he was inspired to do something. Okay? And that's one person who is now making a huge difference in New York because what's happening now is people can visually identify that not every restaurant is like this, and now they have to, they know where they the want to go. The majority of them aren't. That's right. And so that's a perfect example of what you're talking about. That's one dude, dude on a on a good on a regular day where I'm not being banned, I get a hundred, yeah. <laughs> I get a hundred and fucking fifty thousand views on my on a story. Yep. Okay. So out of out of a hundred fifty thousand people. One guy decided to make yes, a difference. and it's making a huge difference, and that's why I say the shit I say. I am not speaking to all of you. I'm speaking to those who are on the edge of doing something productive that's going to help people, and I'm okay with only one human understanding what I'm talking about because right. that one human is going to make a massive difference. And 
And, and that's what's happening too. When you look at that, what did he actually do? Again, we talk about how the media and the, the people that want control are making it seem all the time like the, 90, the 2% is the 98%. What that kid did was he challenged that. He made people realize, wait a second, that's not the case. And anything we can do at this point that can make people realize that what we're being fed is not the truth and do it on a massive scale is absolutely paramount at this point in time. It's like you said, that like that's truly what I believe all of us are called to do. But I think the message needs to be a certain message. And that is, and again, I'm just trying to take it back. Like we have to come together. I mean, we can disagree with each other all day and that's okay. I cannot, I, I can, I can disagree with everything that that someone does, says, believes in, whatever. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, America is free so that people can believe, do, and think what they want. And and we have to realize that because after 9-11, let me tell you something, our enemies saw that unity. They saw us come together as a country and they knew that that was it. They also see what's going on now. The, exactly. And that's what I'm getting at. They saw what we were and they said, we got to do something to change that. And I promise you, if you don't think that since then, the the powers that be have been working behind the scenes to figure out how they can debilitate us and take us to a place where we are not strong, then you are sleeping. Then you are not paying attention. It's right because, in front of our faces, dude. Dude, and and you have to realize this. If if there's five people that I'm speaking to right now, you have to understand that the more we divide and the more that we pull each other apart and the more that we believe the garbage that's being fed to us, the weaker we are and the easier this is going to be for them. Yeah. Period. Dude, and you know what else they saw? During that time, Scud missiles. Yeah. <laughs> they, saw, they saw Patriot missiles. Patriot, Patriot missiles. Patriot whatever. Missiles. That's right. But my, I, so going back Let's to get back you, to that. Let's paint Patriot on all of our missiles. Yeah. But dude, the thing <laughs> is about this, uh, about this, what we're talking about with the, um, with the, uh, fuck, what were we talking about? I, 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 I don't know. I got a good filler though. Okay, go ahead. I'm going because, <laughs> well, you were talking about earlier because I, you know, I know one or two things about selling things online, right? Yeah. And uh, branding is a huge part of that. Like understanding that everybody has their own personal brand, no matter how big or how small. Yep. And understanding, okay, how, how do you how do you monetize that digital currency? Like how do you turn that into? And it's understanding the value of you know no matter what, people are going to devote their time, money, energy, and effort towards people they like. Absolutely. People they're inspired by. Yep. People they find are something that they like to be and or enjoy seeing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. You take that hundred person room thing, who do those hundred people hang out with? Likely hundred people that look just like them, act like them, think like them, talk like them, enjoy similar ideologies. And so understanding like, all right, people buy from people they like. People will consume content from people they enjoy. And so how do you create yourself to be one of those people? And understanding that that in and of itself, leadership is a huge advantage with social media that we have in today's thing. Because here's a kid you take this 20 years ago, pre-social media, that kid who's hanging those signs, he's not inspiring to 100,000, 200,000 people across the globe. But it also takes that person to do that and then us to repost it and then somebody else to take action. What about all the people now who are seeing that on the street in the window and saying, fuck yeah. It should be done in every fucking city, in every fucking town. I'll give that kid's address here. I've got it here. Dude, you, you, you nailed it because you'd be surprised at, in the beginning at how many people said, you know, came at me and were like, oh, what are you, what are you going to do creating a t-shirt? Like, what's that going to do? It's going to do a lot, well, motherfucker. We Sit just back crossed, and watch. we just crossed 10,000 orders this weekend. Tomorrow's our year mark. 
And that means most people are buying for themselves and someone else. So what I know is that in 40, I believe 49 countries now too, we are an international brand with over 20 or 30,000, maybe more people wearing Patriot on their body at some point. So if you're going to tell awesome. me that's not making a difference, huge, I'm huge going to tell you you're high. Huge difference. Let me give you the, this kid's address um, on the, on the, so his, his Instagram is at A-R-I-G-A-N-H-A-S-A-N-A-J. Say that one more time. I'm going to follow. At A-R-I-G-A-N-H-A-S-A-N-A-J. So if you go on his page and you go to his, uh, his IGTV or reels, um, you'll see the video that I'm talking about. But you can go to his website uh, to order this sign that you can put up in your business. And it's um, fight to end vaccination segregation on Discord. And uh, if you go to his his Instagram and click the link in the bio, you can order these signs. Or you can make them yourself. I don't believe he's doing them for profit. The point is, if you own a business... That, Should fucking hang. That's right. That doesn't discriminate in any way. Put that shit up in your windows. But think about just that word, right? In and of itself. Think how fucking hard people had to fight in order... I mean, even companies, individuals, uh, races, sexists, for, to, to overcome discrimination. Yeah. We're and now we're backwards. trying to fucking indoctrinate it. They want us to go backwards. Oh, of course. But I mean, think about that ideology, even in, in just in of itself. If you stand for uh, uh, fighting against discrimination, any way, shape, or form, color, race, cre- anything, but you're for this, you are actually you have zero value to your name. Mm-hmm. You have zero backbone. You have zero yeah, you, understanding. You're, you're a total hypocrite. You're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. And we've already identified that on the show. Like we are living in a society of hypocritical thinking where it's acceptable. It's not fucking acceptable. It's not okay Just here. Just because you justify it. Yeah, and it's not okay here, but not okay here. That's yeah. not how this fucking works. And, right. and and again, this isn't an anti. This is the other thing that drives me absolutely bonkers. It's not anti-vax or it's not pro-vax. Like it's it, pro fucking freedom. It's pro freedom. It's freedom over everything. You want to go get a vaccination? Cool, do it. I'm not going to judge you. I could care less. Yeah. But just like I'm not going to judge you and tell you what you should do, you're not going to tell me what I should do and judge me for not doing yeah. doing it or even doing it. Like yeah, I'm thinking back to what I said about punching that guy in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now I'm kind of thinking like. Yeah, I'm kind of free to do that, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I mean, free to free to deal with what the fuck they do. Well, that's yeah, the thing. That, Consequences used to, used to be okay. Yeah, uh, you know what? The world went downhill when people stopped being able to to settle things with a fist fight. Yeah, for real, dude. That's true. Yeah, like I, I, there was a time where men and people in general respected each other because there was fear of literally being punched right in the fucking mouth on the spot on the spot. Yeah. For something you said or did, we'll now, come now, outside now and let's duel. Yeah, now I have to yeah. respect you because I'm afraid that you're going to call me. In Fuck, there. I think we. Yeah. If we could I, vote let, on that let's topic, bring I'd vote dueling we go back. back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, well, dude. Um, like you I'm mess with my, you it. mess with my wife, I get to try and shoot you in the face. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to mess well, with my wife. I mean, you mess bro, with my wife, I might shoot you in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but see that, and people are going to say, "Oh, you're for violence." Sometimes I am. Absolutely, controlled violence. That's right. And dude, in a situation where somebody disrespects you in front of your face or your family, I am an old school dude. I believe you should be punched right in the fucking mouth. Dude. And you know what? Yeah. I've had my mouth punched quite a few times. And guess what? I fucking deserved it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that the, if the Taliban was afraid right now that they were going to get blasted into a parking yeah. lot, they wouldn't do the shit that they're doing. Yeah. But, but we need to be careful and inclusive, don't we? Yeah, right. There's no fear <laughs> of the repercussion at this moment. Right. And and Trump or not Trump, if Orange Man was in office, we'd be, we'd be hearing a different tune. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, it would be, it would be, would be a base, base and field. And again, that's not, but a, I would Trump, also that's argue, not a Trump thing. It's I would just also a, argue that if he were still in office, we would be much further away from unity than we are now. Agreed. We are, we are so close to fucking unity right now. We are inches away from it. We are, we are so close to unity. We are seeing people get involved. We are seeing people step up. We are seeing people of all races, all religions right. show up at meetings and be vocal. We are seeing, I'm sure you're seeing it in your customer uh, diversity. Bro, I this I, this will blow a lot of people's minds, but our, probably 20%, maybe 30% of our customer base is California. Yeah. And, and, and East Coast. And I'm telling you, it's not just like, oh, it's San Diego. No, because like, they're really sick of it. We light that state up. Yeah. So- all, I mean, dude, Tommy, the other day we were talking about, uh, he, he, he has all of our Patriot shirts and stuff and he'll Tommy vexed and he'll be wearing it on. He's like, I'll wear it on sunset Boulevard. And no one ever has ever stopped me and said, I like your shirt. He's like, almost every time I wear a Patriot shirt or a freedom over everything shirt, someone stops me and says, I like your shirt. Yeah. He's like, bro, that goes to show you we are much bigger than we, people dude, think. We California. Are, we are, we are still that people, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We sure. People have just been conditioned right now to, to keep quiet because yeah. they're afraid of the this fake boogeyman out there yeah like you're yeah. this is listen dude this right. is no difference than the, than the fucking boogeyman story you knew when you were a kid oh there's a boogeyman in the closet except right now the boogeyman is some like crazy person who's gonna say fuck america yeah. or fucking <laughs> you know say some shit and you're gonna be like you're gonna be like what and then you're gonna keep walking yeah and we're that afraid of expressing our patriotism that right. we're we're gonna we're gonna not because of a few people who, bro, I don't know, man. Like when I was younger, and, and I'm not that old, but when I was 25, that was not something that that like, dude, if you fucking says some shit about the American flag, you got your fucking ass beat. Yeah. Well, well I, th I think the powerful thing too on the on the on the conversation of majority, and when you really start looking into how many people actually do agree with you, and how many people will support your mindset, you know, in the city of the greater city of St. Louis, right? So they got uh, these vaccine requirements for indoor dining and stuff like that. Okay, there are only six rest restaurants in the city of St. Louis that are requiring vaccination proof. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know how many restaurants are in the fucking city of St. Louis? <laughs> Three thousand. <laughs> 145 restaurants. Let me paint so, this picture of so, stupidity, bro. <laughs> Hold on. Let me paint this picture. You're going to have a business. Like, this is ego. This is ego. All, that's all it is. You're going to have a business. And, and you think you're so fucking good at business that you can afford to discriminate against 80% yeah. of what people believe? It, that's more than 80%. That's fucking 98. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say six. Yeah. To three thousand, like how no. fucking good are you? No, no, no. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. No, no, what I'm said, saying yeah. is Everything to the people, the potential customer pool. Look at that. These fucking people. Where's that fucking pub that was on there? Where they changed their mind? Yeah, they changed it. Did he? I believe so. Yeah. Did he? Th this is well. This fuck is, them still. Yeah, still fuck them. Okay. Ezekiel. <laughs> no shit, dude. <laughs> fuck you, Tony. Dude. You listen to how big your ego has to be to put this in place. How fucking stupid. You don't deserve to be in business. Mm -hmm. You think that your fucking business is good enough to fucking survive against something that 80% of the people disagree with you on. Mm -hmm. 80%. Well, dude, it's a math game. Do you think you they can't know? make it, bro? For a couple weeks, these people probably got a bunch of fucking snobby fucks in there who are high on their fucking vaccine 
status and think they're morally superior than everybody. <laughs> but those people ain't going to eat at your restaurant every day, dude. You no, know, because the shit is gluten-free. Ain't got no fucking salt. In it. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they're going to want to come to Reggie's fucking barbecue. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, no, it, it makes you wonder, though, if they're just like everybody else. Not everybody else, but the people that, that just don't, that aren't aware, that no, actually no, no. believe that no, it's no. a majority. Bro, five of these restaurants are owned by a group of three people. Oh yeah. They okay, five of those restaurants are owned by a group of three people, right? They're going against ninety nine point nine seven percent of the other restaurants in the fucking greater area. We got them pulled up here on the screen, but I'm not going to read them out, dude, because I just don't roll that way. That's yeah, no, like, dude, like you, you, uh, you said it perfectly on your story about the woman in Florida who put no Biden voters. Oh yeah, yeah. I was against that. Yes, like, dude, do I think it's funny and a good example of of the right like she's out she ran out of food she yeah. said no no Biden voters <laughs> she had the busiest fucking week ever but i still don't agree with that because it's not it's still divisive that's no, right the, the that's thing right. is that's it, discrimination too yes, yes. you yes. said something really important before and i think it needs to be said again and i which I, part the, they're you, all important when, <laughs> when you were talking about trump and when you're talking about how we would be farther away from where we yeah. are now if trump was still in office but listen, what do i know i'm just a trump fucking dick sucker that, that's, the internet. that's what i'm saying but listen like yeah and that's that's what that's what's crazy like i love trump i dude i i voted for trump and i thought he did a good job but the fact is he crapped the bed quite a bit and honestly he made things oh. very very aggressive he made it so that people were um in a lot of ways, I feel like that it, it kind of created this idea that you have to be a certain type of person to support him. And it's just not how it is. It's Bro, not. I had the best. I had this fucking conversation the other day with someone who didn't like Trump. And they're like, I don't miss him at all. And I said, you don't miss him at all? And they're like, no. That's a lie. And I said, you don't miss fucking, you don't miss not paying $7 at the gas pump? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, you know, fuck. I, I, fuck, I hate that. You don't miss you know, paying half of what you're paying now for your grocery bill. Right. Well, yeah, that's fucked up too. You miss Trump. <laughs> what, what Trump did that was amazing. And this is why I, I voted for him. This is why I supported him is because I feel like he was the first president in a long line of presidents that actually cared about America. Well, he's that's, a populist. Bro. That, that was it. Like he, yeah. he America first, he cared yes. about America and America first is, is what our, our message should be. However, you don't want to get so far to the point where America first is also America only, only yeah. because America yeah. first does not mean America only. It just means if your family is drowning in the river, you got to pull them out first. You're going to pull them out first and then you're going to dive well, in and try to well, say someone else. And that's okay. It's the yeah. same shit they say on the flights, right? Like, like, Oh, Hey, if your oxygen mask pops down, what do they tell you to do? Put yours on first. Put well, yours now, on fucking now they, first. Now they tell you take your mask off. first. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm on the plane. Okay. Hold on. Side note. I'm on the plane. And the flight attendant that's giving this this safety demonstration has a mask on, and she literally had to read this off a card. She had to say, now, normally, you won't be wearing the mask. You'll take that off first before you put your oxygen mask on. I'm like, yo, wait, you have to tell people that? Oh, like, what in the have world? Have you not seen the meme on the internet where they're like, oh, the owner of manual in a, in a pickup 1984 Dodge used to tell you how to set the timing. <laughs> now they tell you not to drink the coolant. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like... I, that's one thing about this whole thing that Seriously. I've been like completely fucked up in my head about. And like, I'm being real. Like I just gave the general population way too much credit for my whole life. Yeah, like for real, dude. Yeah. Like I didn't know you could just tell them to do shit no matter how crazy they would just fucking do it. Dude. I was telling DJ on the way here. Like I don't consider myself a super smart guy. Like I'm just being honest. I, I, I know something about sales and marketing for sure. That's something I've been blessed with from the good Lord has blessed me with. But like when it comes, 
dude, I, I getting my degree was like, we talked about this. Yeah, it was more of like an achievement yeah. than anything that I was like, oh, sweet, I can go do something now. And I have been absolutely blown away at the people who just don't seem to have any logic whatsoever. You said it perfectly, though. You said there's a difference between being smart and being intelligent. Or being educated. Or educated, excuse me. Educated and intelligent. And there's so much truth to that, right? Because, I mean, dude, I barely passed my science. The only reason I got through school is because I cheated off a guy named Hans in science. Like, that's it, man. (laughs) Was he good? Shout out to Hans. Yeah. All right, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And where was Franz? I don't know. Are you even old enough? I don't even know who Hans and Franz. Franz. I know who No, yeah, Hans and Franz. But we're here to pump <laughs> you up. <laughs> but but for real, like I can I can I, I know that if I'm in the woods by myself jogging, I don't need to wear a mask, and I definitely don't need to wear two masks. Right. Or if I'm swimming in a pool, you know what I mean. Like I know we this is hard on the same thing, but it, it's just it, it's, it's crazy. It's bizarre. I mean, look, man, our listeners here they they most of them understand what we're talking about very clearly. There's a few listen just to hear shit so they can try to attack me. <laughs> which I hope you got a lot to say. Hey, hey to you two guys. <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. Um, but dude, you guys who are out there and you're like, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, do something. Yeah, for Like, bro, we Stop need to Stop being help. the seminar small junkies. Actions. Yeah, small actions. Small Take actions. care of your own house, man. Put that flag in front of your house. Uh, don't be afraid to be patriotic. Don't be afraid to stand up for that shit. And speak up. Yeah. Like, dude, if, if you got a problem with your school, what they're doing to your kids, Get your car keys, put them in the ignition, fucking do the thing, and go talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is real simple shit. And, dude, I can tell you, the people who have been vocal this whole time, the people who have been fighting this whole time, fuck, we're ready. Like, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're so close. We're so close to people getting it. And all it's going to take is a few more people, and I'm sure you're listening to this show. Dude, there's people out here right now listening to this show who will become the next Martin Luther King or the next Abraham Lincoln. They're listening right fucking now, and they're thinking in their head, man, I want to do this, but I'm not sure. If I, and, and that thing that they're, they're overthinking is going to be the thing that puts the fucking America back to America, dude. And like, you guys have to go take action. Because you have no idea, just like Ian, this this guy here is working for another guy, and he says, "Dude, I'm called to do this. I'm called," and he goes and does it. And what happens? It works. He's met more people than he's ever known that are now his good friends that will support him, put him on huge podcasts, and let him talk about his company. Like, bro, this is how this shit works. When you are courageous, just like we talked about, we had Greg Anderson on. Courage is always rewarded, okay? It's very rarely not rewarded. And sometimes it's not rewarded till later, but it's always rewarded, all right? And we, we, you and me, and all of us on this conversation we're having right now, not just in this room, but on your iPhone and shit that you're listening to this on, we have to fucking stand up to this, guys, or we're going to be the country that they're building fucking camps in, right? We're going to be the country that they're going to put these people... And like, dude, those people who root for this shit, they have to be fucking stood up to. That's it. And that doesn't mean like standing up saying, we're going to fucking kill you. That means, hey, uh, how about this? Fuck you. No. How about no? Yeah. <laughs> I, no. The, I do have 
to quantify or qualify something. You said earlier that you weren't that old. And then you followed it up with, you got to go take your keys and stick them in the ignition. You do realize that cars don't have keys anymore? Well, fuck, I got a lot of cars, so I'm still taking the fucking keys. <laughs> <laughs> These kids uh, are like, it's like dialing the phone. They're like, what do you mean a key? Bro, one time, I, gotta stick this one time I, was driving, I was driving one of the, I was driving the Chevelle. It's a manual and I fucking. Was, it's a what? Yeah, right. What's I posted that? a boomerang and I just was moving the, the, the gear shifter back and forth. And dude, I had people literally message me, be like, what, how do you do that? Like, what is that? I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting old. <laughs> like, dude, think about our dads and like the people who like the men we grew up with when we were kids, they could fucking take a lawnmower apart, put the shit back together. Or they could fucking, now you literally have to tell people like, don't pour the, the liquid that's in the battery in your fucking eye. You know, don't, don't, don't drink Tide Pods. Like, Dude, the litigation, the, the litigious them. nature Don't of society them. has ruined the country. Like the fact that, that you have to be that fucking overly cautious. I mean, this is a whole nother topic, but I mean, it, it, it's, it, it, we, we got to get back to common sense, dude. Like common sense shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we all live in this country. We all enjoy its freedoms. We have nothing to bitch about. Oh, well, that's easy for you to say. When well, motherfucker, I didn't just fall out of the fucking vagina into the spot, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like there's been a lot of shit that's happened for me to get here. You guys have to be willing to take that path. America is not going to reward you for being born. That's not the deal. It's going to give you the opportunity to build something because you were born here, you know? And we have this scenario in, in the country where we don't have unity because people feel, and this is the truth, man. People feel entitled to shit that they're just not entitled to. You are not entitled to success. You are not entitled to fucking uh, being famous. You are not entitled to being attractive. You are not entitled to fucking shit unless you do what the fuck needs to be done to produce that result. It's a very simple formula that applies to almost everything in America. And dude, until we get back to that um, mentality, we are going to suffer. Yeah, well, I, dude, it's perfectly said. I, I also think, I think people just need to start realizing that you have to actually add value. Like life, you're not going to get anywhere in life if you continue to think that you can just float and have everybody do it for you. Like you have to be able to add value before you ever negotiate anything. I was talking to one of my buddies last night and, you know, this dude gives a lot. Like he's a fuck, he was, he was, he's been upset. And he's a big, he's a guy who, who's one of the, you know, those people who does everything for other people and puts himself last all the time. And, you know, he's like, dude, this doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I said, no, dude, you just misunderstanding how it works. Okay. Just cause you pour in, I'm going to tell you something, dude, there's truth. Like if you give, you'll get, but I'm going to tell you this, you're going to give a hundred percent and you're going to get back 25. And that's what people don't understand. Okay. And it's still worth that. It's still worth doing so because of the success and the inspiration and the leadership and the creation that happens with the, the 75% that never actually return anything back to you. It's worth it. And so you are going to disproportionately pour in to your country, your community, your job, your relationships, and you may only get a certain percentage back. I didn't ever say it was going to be equal. Okay. But it's still a way better life than not doing so. And that's what people have to remember. People get discouraged because I, I did, 
you know, they did one thing for someone and that person didn't like, like think they think about it on this micro level. Well, that's, that's not true that you get what you, you get what you give because one time I did this and that never happened back to me. It's, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. It's, it's a bank account. You put in, you put in, you put in, you put in, put in. And then every once in a while on the weekend, you take out a hundred bucks and you go have a good fucking time. That's how the fuck it works. Well, and I, I think it's different too, though, because I would say I would I would say it's a bank account, but it's also people that look at it like, oh, I did this this one time and nothing came back. That those are transactional people. Absolutely. And transactional people yeah. will never They're make missing it. In the life. whole point. They'll never make it because they don't get that it's the more life. you give, yeah. the more you receive. But it's a great twelve minute podcast on this. I don't know. Maybe back to listen to it. <laughs> Intentional versus transactional relationships. Was that a shameless plug, Sal? Could have been. <laughs> one of the most downloaded episodes. I got to be honest. There you go. Um, can I can I say something though? Can I, yeah. can I pull back to that? Right. So I just think I don't know. You got to ask Doctor yeah, Doctor Sal. Is that all right? I, I, th- I think it's okay. Do I have permission? <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Um, Are you vaccinated? <laughs> I dude. I think I just I want my message out of this whole thing to be this. People need to stop throwing stones as much as they're willing to stop and listen to people. You don't have to agree with, I've said this a billion times, but I'm saying it again. You don't have to agree with people and you don't have to to even support what they're doing, but you have to respect it. And the more that we can get back to understanding that we are Americans and we're not black and we're not white, we're not gay, we're not straight, we're not atheist, we're not this, we're not that, the more that we can get back to loving America for what it is and for the freedoms and the liberties and the lifestyles that we enjoy as Americans, that people literally covet all around the world. And the more that we can realize that it's because of us together that we have that, the better off we're going to be and the farther we're going to continue to progress. But nothing is going to happen and we are not going to win this war. And trust me and believe me when I tell you we're at war, we are at war. It's just not with bombs, missiles, and guns. We are not going to win this war if we cannot come together and understand that simple fact that we don't have to agree on anything except for the fact that we do not want to be ruled and we want to be free. That's right. Dude, where could people find your, your, uh, find you and your company? Yeah. So, uh, I went is my main IG spell it out. I W E N D T S T E R. Um, I have a backup too. So just follow the follow them both or whatever. Um, and then my company, Instagram is the official Patriot gear. And then our website's official Patriot Um, and yeah, man, if you, if you follow, if you grab some gear, you know, post it up, tag me on Friday, we'll do Patriot Friday. Um, we're actually dropping a special item on nine 11 had thrown a shameless plug here. We're throwing in the, uh, I'm, I'm doing a shirt. That's actually very like special to me. We didn't talk a lot about this, but growing up in New York, like it was, it was different for me. And I, I, I experienced this on a different level, but we, uh, we created the nine 11 tribute tee. And it's one I'm wearing right now, actually. And there's one message on it that's super important is United We Stood. I didn't put United We Stand. I put United We Stood because on the back it says never forget. And I think a lot of people have forgotten that never forget wasn't just about not forgetting what happened, but never forgetting what it was like afterwards. Never forgetting what we did as a people and how we came together and that spirit of patriotism, of true patriotism, not the bullcrap that you're hearing right now, but true patriotism is what we, what we, what we should have never forgot, and what we need to continue to remember. So we're dropping that um, on Friday, and uh, it'll be pre-order only, so you can go ahead and grab one. Yeah, thank you again, man. It's been awesome.
bro, it's been awesome to have you, man. Um, guys, support this man. Buy his shirt. Stand proud to be an American. Stand proud to be a patriot. Okay? There's lots and lots and lot, millions and millions and millions of people that feel just like you. I wasn't kidding when I said the next great American that's going to change is listening to this show right now. It's you. Okay? Even if it's not you, so to speak, in a literal sense, you are the leader of you. You are, without anybody else, worthy enough of leading in a productive direction. You are the example for your community, your family, your kids. Everybody you come in contact with is influenced by you. You are not some irrelevant speck of flesh and, and blood that they want you to believe that you are. You are powerful, you are amazing, and you are someone who can make a difference if you could just find the courage to stand proud for what this country is about. Yeah, sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll, can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.